This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Hello, Place to Be Nation. Welcome to this special live show. Greg Jimmy here from It Was Looking on TV. We are going to be covering this special look at the 1991 WWF Royal Rumble. And to join me for this special episode, I got all the way from the state of Massachusetts, Mr. Keith Langston. Keith, how are you doing on this New Year's Eve as we're taping this episode? Oh, this is fantastic. I am doing great. It is New Year's Eve day. We are ready to watch some classic WWF television. And uh, this is at the height of the towards the end of the Iraq war, the first Iraq war. <laughs> Who knew that we would be in a sequel to that war like another yeah. 12 years Hopefully, ago. Hopefully we don't turn it into a trilogy, but you never know. <laughs> I think if it, maybe if one day we go to war with Iran and somehow it spills over into Iraq, we could say it's the trilogy, but I don't know. And then we can relive this classic era of, you know, Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Hulk Hogan talking about the war in Iraq. <laughs> you know, Vince is kind of salivating, hoping that there's a third war in Iraq, so he can be like, Oh, this is World War Three, the trilogy of Iraq War. We're coming at you at the rumba. <laughs> I know his wife's old boss is thinking <laughs> no that. No shit. <laughs> While he's selling those $99 NFTs. That's right. Could be another war. We could go back to Iraq. It's going to be wonderful. I'm going to build Trump Tower. Baghdad. It's going to be amazing. He's not at this event. This is, what, in Miami, right? Yeah, this is in Miami, so he's not there. Yeah, this is at the Heat Solar Arena. Yeah, Miami. Who who would be on the... Who would be on the heat in 1991? <laughs> oh, God. If you want me to go down a Peter Winston road, I can give you who was on the heat. Uh, give... uh, why'd you text Peter? <laughs> who was oh, my on God. He'll tell me statistics. He'll tell me everything. If I, if I I would, but he's he's at a Bruins game right now. <laughs> oh, of course Peter would be at a Bruins game. Uh, I asked him. I... <laughs> is, he, is he camping out at Fenway I, for well, the I winter? I said to him, I go, you going to Fenway? He goes, yeah. He goes, oddly enough, too, I got really good tickets, so I'm going to be able to take some really good pictures. I said, pictures of what? The slush? We're supposed to. Well, because. And he goes, no, no, they're really good now about making sure that the ice stays cold. And I was like, yeah, but it's going to be like 57 degrees and raining tomorrow. I go, there's nothing, nothing destroys ice better than hot rain. Especially out Seriously, I go, buddy. I go, okay, good luck with all that. <laughs> he could go out in the pavilion and watch the Rose Bowl God, on his Seriously. Uh... All right, so um, let me see. All right, so this would have been the 9091 Miami Heat. Just to give you just a quick update, we had on there, uh, let me see, um, Sherman Douglas, Glenn Rice, Ronnie Seekley, Grant Long. Ronnie Seekley. Ronnie Seekley, Grant Long, Willie Burton, Kev- Kevin Edwards, Billy Thompson. Uh, I don't know any of these friggin' people. <laughs> Good. Nobody on here of note. Uh, what did they finish that year? They finished sixth in the NBA Atlantic Division, going twenty-four and fifty-eight. So uh, nobody was coming to see the friggin' Heat. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> and Harold Miner wasn't there no, yet. What the no. hell? Um, oh, they made the playoffs the following season, but that would have been after this. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I do remember playing them in Bulls versus oh, Blazers on the Super they Nintendo. They made the playoffs at 38 and 44 the following season. Jesus, was <laughs> basketball just freaking terrible back then? That's like today where the freaking Philadelphia Phillies make the World <laughs> Series with like 84 wins. Yeah. Well, basketball is very similar, I think, like with hockey, where it's like you can be barely winning and still make it because just, just the playoffs consist of so many freaking teams. <laughs> All right. But anyway, we're not, we're not here, here about to talk about, about the 1991 Miami Heat. No. <laughs> we're here to talk about 1991 WWE. When there was a rumble in Miami. When there was a rumble in my hand, hey, I, I got to hit play to make sure this damn thing. Oh, works. yeah, it does. Now, I don't know. Do uh, you have like this? Do uh, you have the special version of the cock where you don't have to watch commercials? I, oh, yes, I oh, do. I got pretty good. I ain't paid. I ain't paid I may for have those to, ads. I may have to borrow your premium password when, uh, when I have to watch my own versions of the rumbles. <laughs> Otherwise, we're going to be watching modern day commercials for, uh, you know, you eugenics and uh, other, I don't know what else. New what, Gen- yes, with Frank Thomas. What, whatever everybody. else they put on there is commercials on the cock. I didn't know they had eugenics commercials uh, on the cock. I couldn't. It could have told my co-host Mike about it. He probably would have gladly paid the five bucks that he's been saying he's uh, not going to pay for. He just likes to watch the eugenics. But I, I turned forty years old, everybody. I'm Frank Thomas, and I couldn't get it up anymore. So then I started taking eugenics, and now I'm like a friggin' baguette. He's a all right, so okay. <laughs> all right, so if you are on Peacock, you're gonna pause your stream at zero 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 four on the stream, okay. and you'll see this American flag, this proud American mm-hmm. flag, in the background right there. I'm gonna give a five second countdown, and then when I hit play, you hit play in your stream. Okay, five, four, three, two, one. Oh, National wrestling. Such a somber time. <laughs> oh, good. We got the National Anthem. Sung by Nikolai Volkov. Oh, Lord, that girl's got a five head. <laughs> I don't want to make fun of children. Yes, I do. <laughs> Ramparts, we... I, I'm always amazed when people mess up the national anthem when they're singing at an event. Because yeah. it's like, how do you not know the words to this? No. Even if you passively listen to it, you get all the words over time. Yeah. I think it's just nerves. People get out there and they're just like, <laughs> and they all end up like Enrico Palazzo, so... Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. It is Enrico Palazzo. (laughs) Well, two weeks later, we all know the definitive version of this song would be sung at Tampa. That's (laughs) right. Oh, boy. In the land. Uh, Oh, the home of the land. In the home of the free. Whoops. Sorry, fellas. <laughs> uh, sorry, fellas. 
God. <laughs> hey, is that Paul Schaefer in the crowd? Oh, hey, everybody, it's Paul Schaefer. Yeah. Now, this was... I mean, Roddy had already been well into doing... Oh, yes. Yes! <laughs> it's time for the... <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. They don't want to say one half of the tag team champions, Bret Hart. No. That's not, you know. That's the Intercontinental Champion, Mr. Perfect. Again, like. Earthquake, I'm number mm-hmm. one. Samba Samba. going to be smelling some feet in there. <laughs> Chico is the word. Oh. Hopefully it lasts longer than four seconds. Mm-hmm. One at a time, two at a time. You don't care, brother. It's just these are these old ones are fun to watch to see how many one, how many dead people are in it, and two, how many Shane Douglas. What the Shane Douglas? There he is, the one true king. Oh, There it is. <laughs> what an asshole. He's cradling that a boot I got. He's cradling like a baby. Oh, and that I love when you get to the next ver like the next verse of the rumble theme and this part that's playing, I love that. I'm surprised when they did those WWE uncaged collections on iTunes, they didn't release. Seriously, this. this is a great music. This would, this or like the SummerSlam one, I can't figure out. But that would have been my theme if I was a wrestler. I would have come down to this. Oh yeah, this crowd is hot. Oh sure, nice early '90s jacket mm-hmm. that guy was wearing. Hmm. You think General Schwarzkopf during the start of the war was like, I'm so looking forward just, to the Royal Rumble. I just get I, such a kick out of thinking that there's like a bunch of guys and women out there just sitting out in the middle of wartime and they're like, shh, shh, shh. let's not do the drill right now. We got to watch Warrior versus Slaughter. All right. Can we stop for a minute? Wonder who Colin Powell had as his pick for the oh, Rumble. Oh, God. I would have to imagine everybody picked Hogan, right? You know, there was yeah. one guy out that was like, oh, Dino Bravo is my guy. He's going to win it all. Yeah. This is a banger. Oh, this is a great oh, yeah. matchup coming up. The Rockers in 91, the early part of 91. Mm-hmm. This was like their best part of oh, the yeah. team. 
Yeah, they have back-to-back bangers. They had this one at the Rumble, and then the Haku Barbarian match at WrestleMania is excellent, oh, too. that's a classic. Oh, yeah. Well, they got jobbed at the Survivor Series, so they had to have something going on <laughs> Yeah, the Rumble. That entire freaking... Uh, they were on the, vis- the yeah. Vipers, right? Oh, God. They all wore nothing. You already expressed trying to answer back from their poor showing at the 90 exactly. oh yeah i think all of this was just wait didn't they just add kato to the team uh, they did because at the survivor series it was uh sato and uh yeah, yeah. so fuji was like yeah sato you're out well kato you're well, that's the thing is that sato was like a nobody and then yeah. they had you know they split up freaking bad company to have <laughs> tanaka or you know, Paul Diamond not do anything, so I had to put him in a mask. So he was... Why didn't they just rename them Bad Company? They should have just kept them. I mean, well, because they had to have a, th- this oriental gimmick that they had going on. Oh, boy. What a drop. What a back body drop. <laughs> I like this. I yeah. like this gear that the Rockers have on. Oh, Good yeah. gear. Mattel should make like a two set of oh, this. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And have it just be Rumble ninety one. Ooh. Actually, does Mattel even have a Mattel had to put out a, a Rockers version, right? They had to have. I'm. Sh- they sure have to. Yeah. I don't know. Have they? I don't think they put out a Marty figure, Mattel. I know they're coming out with a Steiner two pack next year. Oh, really? Yeah, they just signed Rick and Scott. Yeah, they do have. They do have a Rockers version. It's uh, it, it's it's. I'm trying. It's like I think they're eighty. What eighty eight? Maybe outfit. It's an early outfit. Okay. Yeah. I actually think this uh, tight design with Morty here was made into, like, a later Hasbro of his. Yes. yes. I had that figure. My mom got it for me for, like, Easter one I, year in, like, 95. I think you're right. I think that, yeah. I think the Hasbro Marty did have this. The second Marty. <laughs> the second Marty. <laughs> the second. He regenerated, like, the he, doctor on Doctor He did. He was, the second, he was the second Marty. He came back. He pulled a David Tennant. He sure did. And and I believe he was equally as pissed as David Tennant was <laughs> to come back as the doctor. <laughs> At least in the show, not in real life. David Tennant, I'm sure, was excited, but Oh, David Tennant is a lovely yes, man. But... If I ever met him, I'd be but the, over but the, the moon. doctor version of David Tennant was pissed to come back because of the teeth. He was like, These teeth again? I don't know why he had a problem with his teeth, but he did. <laughs> And also, he's not been ginger no. yet, so yes. maybe one day we'll finally get a ginger maybe. doctor. God, this is such a good tag match. Oh. Mm-hmm.
Oh, we got Joey police mm-hmm. in this match. I like how Roddy is just all excited about the athleticism. Like he was much, he was much better at it than I mean the well the previous one in this would have been Jesse. So yeah, I don't think Jesse was always as impressed as the athleticism as as Roddy was. Oh no. Hmm. I don't know if you're interested, but the uh, this this pay per view obviously taking place the week in between the uh, conference championships and the Super Bowl that year. Yes, because I remember the conference championship games vividly. Yes. I remember watching the Giants 49ers NFC title game, which is where uh, Montana got injured. Yeah, that was a that was a nail biter. The Giants pulled out fifteen to thirteen. Uh, unlike the blowout that the Bills had against the Raiders, which was 51 to 3. <laughs> 51 points. Once Bo Jackson got his hip injury, he's like, that's it. Seriously, 51 to 3. That is insanity. But uh, unfortunately, the following week, the Bills could not follow up. <laughs> and that is, that's the infamous. Uh, what wide left or wide right that Matt Barr missed the wide, wide right that Matt Barr missed the field goal. So That's Norwood. Yeah. Oh, Norwood. Yeah. Norwood, not Matt Barr. Norwood. Yeah. That was then later spoofed, I believe in uh, uh, Ace Ventura, right? <laughs> oh yeah. With Ray. Yeah, Finkel. Basically that's the Ray Finkel motive. <clears throat> I don't think Scott Norwood was going after uh, Jim, Jim Carrey. Yeah, I don't think he was going after Jim Carrey. <laughs> And pulling a crying game on him. <laughs> Norwood is a man. <laughs> well, this is a nice camera shot. Mm. I'm sure Mr. Fuji is deviously plotting his ways of... Uh... He should have worn face paint with uh, with with this team as well. Like, that should have always been a thing. Like, Fuji should have always won the, the demolition face paint. Once he got demolition back. Once he got demolition back, he yeah. should have gone to the face paint. Mm-hmm. Always, the whole time. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh, nope. Oh, double knob and double noggin knocker. Oh, hey now. <laughs> mhm. You got to hook the leg there, gorilla. boy (laughs) 
By the way, Paul Diamond, he looks so chiseled here. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Paul Diamond's in fantastic shape, phenomenal shape. Paul Diamond's always in good shape, though, I feel like. But, yeah, no, he's definitely in great shape right now. I I didn't do anything. Oh, my God almighty. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Nice reverse leg sweep there. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Piper was like running the circuit with Perfect too at this time. Because they were just, they just happened to be like, that's who he was going up against. Because I think they had moved off of, uh, they moved off of Kerry Von Eric. And so, like, yeah, I wonder why. Yeah, well, yeah. But then, so Perfect was going up against, uh, he was, he was running around going up. At, Piper and him were doing the house shows, which is kind of cool, actually, to think that, like, the two of them were going up against, up against each other pretty much everywhere you go. That's pretty awesome. Oh, that was a hell of a move. Oh, no, <laughs> I mean, even for like a, even kind of, I know that, I mean, they weren't really fully yet like the job of the stars tag team, but even the Orient Express of this, they're looking great, you know? Oh, they're awesome. Knowing that like the Rockers were like that next tier. I don't even know if I had the Orient Express in my top 100 tag teams, but but did you have bad company? That's the big. That's the that's the other question. Well, if we ever do an AWA tag teams project for Place of Nation, <laughs> they'll definitely be at least number two. I don't think you can even get a hundred teams <laughs> in the AWA. No, it'd be like what. Road Warriors. Oh, yeah. Road Warriors and then Bad Company and, I don't know, Manny Fernandez and uh, (laughs) Scott Hall, I think. Destruction Crew. (laughs) Right. Bruiser and Crusher. Yeah. That's it. And then Vern with everybody. (laughs) Right. Whoever Vern was with that week. One, two... Mm -hmm. Oh, shut up, Piper. <laughs> you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Oh, Mr. Fuji's he's telling Tanaka some devious things to do. <laughs> do they sell tuxes at Kmart? <laughs> They may have back in 1991. I don't know. Well, they sure as hell don't sell anything. No, nothing's now. being sold at Kmart now. Oh, 
Uh oh. Oh no. Uh oh. Oh my God Almighty. Uh oh. Stun gun. All right, here we go. I told yep. I told you he was going to do some a cane key. shot. Oh! Roll right into the neck. That's got to be his cane. There's a hot crowd. Yeah, a hot crowd with the heat here. I mean, come on. Yes. Thanks, Roddy. <laughs> Roddy being Captain Obvious here. This is the first match we have. Make him suffer more. more. Fuji, Fuji always makes me laugh because he's because there's always that there's that from WrestleMania nine, when he's challenging Hogan and he loses his accent at the end and he goes like, come on, Hogan, come on, you yellow belly. <laughs> the way he says yellow belly, he sounds like John Wayne. It's like amazing. It's because he loses his accent. He goes back to being from Hawaii. <laughs> what? I love that. He was like an usher in the last oh, yeah. years of his life. Can you imagine going to a movie theater and, Hey, wait, is that Mr. No, no, it's not me. No, I promise it's not me. Yeah, it is. Big surprise at the concession stand. (laughs) He's he's selling popcorn. Would you like some milk duds? Uh, Weren't you at WrestleMania 4? No, no, I wasn't. I promise. It's the Yokozuna special right there. The trapeze. Hmm. That's the kind of partner you want. That's not going to be the type of partner that throws you through a window. Well, you know, Janetti dived through the window. I mean, that, that is true. That is true. He jumped through the window. Cowardly. What else are you going to do? Yeah. The dark match on this show was Jerry Sags against Sam Houston. <laughs> Jeez. What a what a thing to get the crowd going, huh? Well, that explains why Jerry's not in the Rumble, but I can't believe Sam Houston was still employed in her. Neither can I. That must have that's truly a favorite of Jake.
Mm-hmm. I'm looking here. This match is 19 minutes long. That's a long freaking match. It is. No wonder this pay-per-view is like three hours long. Three hours and seven minutes, according to the Peacock. Seriously, that's a long show. And I mean, I know they had. I know they have an hour in the Rumble, but good lord, did the rest of the matches have to go on forever? Did they like go? I'm guessing they had to have gone over on satellite time. They must, I mean, well, all right. So this match is 1915. The boss man and the barbarians, 1415. The title match is 1247. Then it starts getting a little bit better. You got Monty is 912. Monty and Coco Beware is 912. And then DiBiase and Virgil and Dusty and Dustin is 957. But I mean, all friggin' matches on the card basically went over 10 minutes. I mean, that's insane. It's a long friggin' show. Oh. Oh, no. oh. Oh, what a maneuver. Oh. <laughs> oh, I know someone in the crowd is a Lenny Dykstra mess. Nice, Lenny Dykstra. Come on, Joey. That was a three count, oh. Joey. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, backslide. Come on. Come on, Morty. Yeah, you dropped drop to your knee, man. Oh, oh, a thrust kick right to the throat. Ooh. Two. No. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. They've come to fight. Uh, oh, wow. Ow. Ooh, Achi Machi. <laughs> that was a Hachi Machi. Ooh. I think at the time, this has got to be like the best opening match for the WWF at this point. Oh, yeah, probably. 
<laughs> what did that work? <laughs> That's amazing. What a, That's what a, a garbage pinfall. <laughs> yep. This place has gone crazy. <laughs> that guy's not impressed. <laughs> no. He probably had at least 20 bucks in whatever the 1991 equivalent of DraftKings was on the Orient yeah. Express. He's like, I had the Orient Express in this match, and they blew it. Stupid assholes. <laughs> mhm 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 yeah Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he's gonna he's gonna beat him, all right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Why do they have a poster for the pay per view <laughs> in the locker? Well. Ah, yeah, everybody. This is Gene Ogilvie here. Mm, there's my pinup girl. <laughs> mhm. The kingdom of the madness.
Oh. Oh. Oh, no. She's laying down the business. Yeah, she is. Uh-oh. And the crowd goes mild. <laughs> Yay. I just want to point out the fact that Slaughter never gave Savage his title shot after he won this title. No. I mean, no. not even on a house show. <laughs> you would have thought that like he would have got at least one. Nope. Come on, warrior. Come on, warrior. Say something. Say something, you big stupid asshole. Oh. Oh. Hey, now. Getting a little freaky here. Ooh. 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 <laughs> oh, oh. Uh-oh. Ooh, hey now. Uh-oh. Hey. Ooh. Here we go. I'm going to take his jacket off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is good. <laughs> it's funny. This is the least gay thing the Warriors ever done in this freaking company. <laughs> Savage, there's a pop-up Savage. I don't remember that originally. Look at him. He's like, oh, yeah, look at this going. Everything's coming a little. So would Brandy be the cuck in this situation? I know. Well, I mean, I don't know. It was never It was never determined that Savage was stooping a um, sensational sherry. I mean, you assume he was. But, you know, because Savage is all man. But, oh, look at this. It's something interesting going on here. Sherry's about to give oral favors to the warrior. Oh, yeah. oh God, what a scumbag. <laughs> please, warrior, please. This, I mean, it, this is great, but it gets even better. Oh, yes. If now if this was me and Sherry was doing this, I'd be like, you know what? What the, what the hell? hell, man? This people are gonna hit they're here for a show. It's Miami. We know that they're into that. <laughs> he just, he's he just like, goes flop. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> he's gritting his teeth. That's a that's a screenshot right there. <laughs> 
Uh, he's smelling. Uh, he's smelling her kiss. Like <laughs> not when you put your fingers, buddy. Take it easy. <laughs> Come on. Oh, I mean, if he was a real champion, if he was a fighting champion, say like Brett the Hitman Hot, he would have said yes. No. But instead, he says no for no reason. And now here comes Savage blowing up like, what the hell, man? He said no, so I'm going to get back at him even better. Yeah, even better, man. Yeah. <laughs> the Macho King. We don't pass one other locker room with name on it like Savage had. I mean, they would have that they would have that sticker and then that was it. <laughs> Savage ran like all the other way around the whole friggin' building to get there. He didn't come out the way everybody else did. No. He went out there and took a left instead of a right. I should have took a right. Damn it. That was some hustle. It was. Oh, sure. had, well, he's yeah. in great. He's in peak physical shape right now. Oh, we're back. Oh, in the here ring. we go. Mm-hmm. It even three hundred pounds. Yeah. The barbarian, badass mother, right here. That was. I love that outfit he sure. had this time. Lime and order seven hard time. Boss man still has about like five, ten pounds left to lose before he's in the best shape of his life. He's in the best shape of his life at WrestleMania seven when he's fighting perfect. He's yeah. phenomenal. Like he's just he loses every ounce of big Bubba Rogers fatty ad. It was great. At this point, wouldn't Boss Man be like, if you think about the number three face right now in the company? Um, yeah, I would think so. He's up there. He loses it though to Virgil at after the end of this. Like Virgil, Virgil's the number three face in the company after this pay per view, <laughs> and he deserves. Yes. It and I will fight show. people to the death who say otherwise. <laughs> if you have a problem with Virgil. We're going to have to have a throwdown at the Olive Garden. I mean, seriously. And and Virgil will be on my side. Although he might be say- well, he might end up saying he's the number two or number one face in the company, which is a stretch. But he's by far, he, he gets the best pop at WrestleMania. He gets the best pop at SummerSlam. Come on, Virgil, get yeah. up. <laughs> Boss, man. Oh, Mike Kyoto mullet mm-hmm. signing. You'll be serving hot time. <laughs> mhm. Oh, 
Is that Scott Forkis? Yeah. Scott Forkis in a brownie we- t-shirt. Weasel. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So, now the Barbarian, if I remember correctly, like, Mr. Fuji sold the Barbarian, the Warlord's contract. Yes, correct. Right? And then um, Slick ended up with the Warlord, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. As he should. So who, so who ended up the better with that trade? You know, I think that ultimately, I, I think Fuji is the one that wins out because he gets the money for the contracts for both Warlord and the Barbarian. I don't think that the Barbarian really, he didn't, he improved only because he's awesome, but it's not like he did anything. Like, it, it's an unfortunate because at the time, Bobby was starting to wind down and Slick has always just been a kind of an Slick's highlight of being a manager was 88, 89. And I think after that, he was starting to like really lose and wind down as well. So I think Fuji ends up being the one that wins out on the deal. But I think Barbarian ends up winning out overall because he ends up meeting, you know, Haku and the two of them go on to form like the, you know, the, the faces of fear and probably go down as one of the most destructive tag teams in the history of professional wrestling. So it's like when you get traded from one team to another, you don't do so well on another team, but then you go to another team and you do like way better. Yes. Oh, Oh, inside and out. It's like how Doug Marabelli was an okay catcher, but then he teamed up with Tim Wakefield and he became like a great catcher for Tim Wakefield. So you follow Tim Wakefield wherever he goes. <laughs> yeah. I'd go with uh, a more recent example, Rafael Montero. Yes. He stunk everywhere else. And then when he finally got to the Astros, right. he all of a sudden became like a lights out pitcher. Exactly. Yes. Never thought I'd make a Raphael Montero mention on a podcast. There it is. For everything. This is a first for everything. <laughs> okay, I got a question. What WCW gimmick for the big boss band was the best? Was it the boss, the guardian angel, or Big Bubba? I mean, Big Bubba, just because it was his original, you know, with uh, Jim Cornette. And I think that he would have been fine. Uh, I actually didn't hate the boss. It's just, no, it I was just either. a, everybody knew who it was. So it's just, you know, yeah. they should have just called him like the boss man, <laughs> you know, like, but I guess they were never going to get away with that long-term maybe but i liked when he came in he had like the black shirt i like that oh that was sweet yeah. there's that there's actually like a mattel chase figure of boss man in the boss oh getup. really yeah. okay see i would like that that would be a cool that would be a cool addition 
Oh no. Like roundhouse. <laughs> roundhouse. <laughs> oh yeah, I just looked that up. That's cool. The boss. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. He's the big boss man. Man. I think I was telling you, my I'm dying to find that one clip where Hogan says, Ray Traley, you're nothing but a big lost man. I just want to hear that so bad. It's like, it was like my friend's face. And I know around the time, I mean, obviously I know the time frame. It was when he leaves the NWO and he's, he's like the only one fighting them. But I can't, I don't know where the hell Hogan said it. It could very well have been just like something he said on a house show and that my buddy went to. It's possible, but maybe he thought this in his head he said it. Well, it was great too because his because his his email address was biglostman at yahoo.com. I was like, that's such a good email address. <laughs> big lost he was man a big at lost Yahoo. man at yahoo.com. It was his email address for years. <laughs> the only thing better would have been big lost man at like I don't know. CompuServe. Alta Vista. Yeah, Alta, yeah. Alta Vista. Alta Vista. Alta Vista. CompuServe.net. Angelfire.com. <laughs> He's all yours, pal. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, man. Boss man selling that like mm-hmm. death. Mm. <laughs> they don't give up easy in the south. I, I'm not Roddy. I don't think you've heard about something that happened in 1860. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Get up. Death grip. <laughs> the Tongan death mm-hmm. grip. <laughs> Two. Oh, he's reaching for that energy. Mm-hmm. So I know that it, it had to be an 04. I would say 04. It could have been an 03. But, I mean, it was towards the end of the boss man's life, unfortunately. But uh, he wrestled at a show at – it was in um, it was in Malden. 
Massachusetts. It was at Malling Catholic High School. And at the time, a friend of mine was, uh, he worked at Malling Catholic and he said, hey, do you want to work like uh, custodial work with me that night? And I said, yeah, sure. So I just went and basically we, you know, we set up the chairs and the tables and then we broke them down and we didn't have to do anything with the ring. They had the ring crew with that, but we, and then we kind of just like swept up and everything like that. But, and I was like so excited. I wanted to meet the boss man and I couldn't get a chance to meet him. And I was pissed because he died like shortly thereafter. And I was like, damn it. I really wanted to meet, but he was like the guy that was in the, he was the big star that was there that night. Just boss man memories. (laughs) Probably made event against some. Local oh yeah, definitely. Up and coming. Oh, he's biting him. I think he might oh. have been kissing him. I don't know. <laughs> look like gave a big. He looked like he was kissing him. <laughs> I like his shirt's completely wide open with the belt still there. So <laughs> he's got the belt across his chest. Oh, it's a guri. Oh, it's a guri. Oh, who would have thought three hundred pound Ray Trailer? Ray Trailer could perform an, an Oh God, he was so uh, he was so off the chain in ninety one. He got his all Japan working boots. Seriously. On. Mm-hmm. One. Should have hooked the leg. Yeah, caught a mistake by a ring veteran. I know that he, I know he was the type of guy he didn't need a title, but man, Bossman should have had a good title run with something. I'm surprised he didn't get a belt in WCW. Everybody got a friggin' belt in WCW. Yeah, yeah except except him. him. Are, are his pants ripped right on his ass? I feel like his pants are ripped right on the crack of his ass. Here. Yes. Oh, another another stun gun that was in the match previous. So who's booking these matches? <laughs> what do you do? Oh, did he grab the rope? Oh, he grabbed it. Okay. He grabbed yeah. the rope. Mm-hmm. Come on, boss man slam. Ah, oh, come on. Oh, by the way, I'd be remiss because Bobby's the manager in this match. I forgot to mention, this was around the time he was making fun of the boss man's yes. mother. Which in storyline led to Rick Rude getting suspended when he shoot. Right. The boss, the ravishing Rick Rude is going to be permanently suspended for making fun of the big boss man's mother. Because we can't be in a company... Where the guy makes ma- your mama jokes. Obviously, Jack Tunney didn't watch it. Living no, color. apparently not. <laughs> yeah, nice. Oh, he's giving the signal. Bobby's like, no, don't. Don't Don't do another one. Uh, He barely even touched the rope. Got his fingers on the rope, though. Wow. I like Barbarian, like, pulling out, like, actual, like, defensive wrestling moves. (laughs) Instead of just being a, just like a big brute. Actual strategy. Yeah, like, he's actually throwing out uh, actual moves. 
Is he going to do a pile drive with this? That doesn't do that. Oh, is he going to do that? Oh, my God. He got him up. Oh, oh my God almighty. My God. I can't believe they're giving a guy like the Barbarian 15 minutes to freaking actually be in a match. Like this guy's <laughs> this guy's longest match up to this point was four minutes long. <laughs> this is a test of endurance Except, for the board. I mean, Barry. unless you count like him being in like that Survivor Series 88 match. <laughs> oh yeah, that went like yeah. an hour. Oh what a, <laughs> what an ending! What <laughs> That was a weirdly booked sure. ending. Bobby's like, Bobby's like, like, like no. Nope. Bobby's like, forget my charge. I don't care. <laughs> Time. You know the big lost man is going to walk the line. It's the unemployment line because he's serving hard time. Barbarian's going to jail. <laughs> Going to the paddy wagon. Well, someone would be going to jail later in the mm-hmm. year. That's for sure. Better watch it, punk. That's pretty athletic of the boss man to roll over like that. With no assistance from the barbarian. Oh, here we go. And Sean's like, ugh. Don't know how that happened. <laughs> Who the hell did you beat, Slaughter? Duggan? Nikolai Volkov? That gets you up the ranks? Think about Adnan. One year ago, he was in the team challenge. Series. Oh yeah! Oh, absolutely. And now, now he's in. Absolutely, this. that's the greatest thing about Adnan's life. Is he was he was the team challenge series, and the following year, he's main eventing two back to back to back pay per views. Mm. Oh. Mhm. Mhm. Mm. This man has stolen valor. I just want I just want everybody to know that that he steals valor. He was not really in the military at any point that he do anything involved with the military. He is not a sergeant. He was not a lieutenant. He was not a, that's not a general. There is no actual military involvement with this man at all, but he claims to be that he was involved in like Vietnam or Korea or something. No, he is nothing. Bob Bob Remus stole all of his valor. Sergeant Slaughter had a time machine and went back to Korea. Bob Remus did not storm the beach at Normandy. (laughs) He 
really thinks that because he was in G.I. Joe that he's a real friggin' military guy. Oh, and Icar. Icar. <laughs> right, are we ready for a uh, promo that's going to make total sense, 100% sense? Okay. Okay. That kind of made sense. <laughs> All right. So far, he's making sense. I doubt that very much. Hmm. Oh, no. Hmm. <laughs> Demented. That is the most sense the Warriors ever made in any promo ever. Oh, looks like Film Stuff Inc. joined us. Hello. Hello, Film, Hello, film, film Stuff. You joined us right now, the best oh, yeah. part. Hey, how's it going out there? Um, I like how everybody used to say they loved Warriors purple belt. It's not a purple belt. It's like a fuchsia belt. Once again, adding to the fact that uh, that man who was a uh, extreme homophobe in his life. <laughs> Once again, proving to the world, why am I a homophobe? <laughs> I did. If you, you're not going to see this in the oh, audio, okay. it, but I have this, uh, the, the uh, retro Mattel figure. Is, it, is that a, is that a, is that a icy belt or a world belt? Yes. It's an is icy it blue? belt. I got this. Like powdered blue, custom- like the Shawn Michaels powdered blue. Yeah, it's custom from Wrestling Figure Workshop. I love it. That is an awesome. That's a Hasbro. That's awesome. That's a Mattel. Oh, that's a Mattel. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, but they—that's when they did the retro uh, line. Yes, okay. Yeah. And uh, film stuff—it's going great. We just watched two bangers. We had the Rockers and the Orient Express going nineteen fifteen. <laughs> And then we had Barbarian and Bossman going 14-15. I can't believe they let the Barbarian go 14 minutes. But good for him. By the way, we missed the sign. It said, Gomer is a traitor. <laughs> he is. Gomer. Gomer Pyle was not. He had a wonderful, beautiful singing voice. Uh, R.I.P. Jim yes, Neighbors. Yes, R.I.P. Jim Neighbors. Oh, and then we also got to see the most uh, erotic thing ever on wrestling when uh, Sherry almost blew the warrior on the... Uh, on the interview platform with Mean Gene looking on. Hey, everybody, Mean Gene here. <laughs> you know, I remember them. I remember them playing something at the pay per view. I mean, maybe it was, maybe it was one of those things live, but it had to do with. Uh, it was like it must have been a replay of Slaughter getting the belts, getting the boots from Saddam Hussein, because I remember him getting like the camel boots, the hook boots from Saddam Hussein. <laughs> 
Oh, that must have been the booty was. Yeah, caressing that's the booty the was caressing. It was like it was supposed to be a gift from Saddam Hussein, and I remember watching that like interview platform or whatever, and being like, "Oh, that's what it was." So. <laughs> if Jesse were if Jesse were he'd be screaming like in SummerSlam media, this should be a disqualification. Yes. He could beat him with the flag, gorilla. Ah, you can't get Peacock. Well, hey, can you get oh. can you still get the WWE network in Canada? Yeah, you can still get the network in Canada. So when we release this in audio form, you can sync it Rick. You can sync this like riff tracks yeah. style to the Yeah, paper. yeah. Well, I mean, I could tell you right now it's going a warrior just stuffed half of the Iraqi flag down Slaughter's throat. And now he's choking him and, with the other half of the flag. Yeah, this should have been over already. Earl should have disqualified this. I don't understand. There's a lot of things Earl does that I don't no, understand. There's a lot of things that Earl does. Yeah, no, this is the, this match should have been this match should have ended in a disqualification seven times. Like this is the worst match ever by Earl, and that's saying something considering, considering some of the other matches Earl has refereed. Oh, Slaughter has a massive concussion, probably. And this, this is 1991. Earl's not going to do anything yeah. to end the match. I mean, forget Neil Patrick. I think Earl Hebner is the most crooked referee of all time. <laughs> you mean Nick What did I say, Neil Patrick? Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> Could you imagine if, like, at WrestleMania, they got Neil Patrick Doogie Harris to be the ref? Doogie House is the ref. <laughs> Forget Nick Patrick or Neil Patrick, whatever one of them. Earl's the most corrupt. And then if they had that had happened, maybe even later WrestleManias, they'd have him like ref as his Barney Stinson Barney character. Stinson. Now I met your mother. We're gonna have a slap match. Is gonna be the match, refereed by Barney Stinson. The best part about WrestleMania 7 is how they replay like basically this entire match. <laughs> in the build up in the build up to the Savage Warrior match. Oh. Oh no. Oh, sweet ass bandana. They just it just throws Boy, a light like just, what the Now wait. 1 2 3 3 4 4 Earl's not even turning six, around. 7 7 8 Eight, nine, ten. That's it, folks. <laughs> he starts now. Earl's counting you. Stupid. The worst. Ass. This guy's the worst. Oh, I see what he did. He broke the count because now he can't win the belt mm-hmm. that way. I don't know why he had to restart the count, though. That's what I don't understand. Like, he should have been like, well, I'm already at, like, six. So, seven, eight, nine, ten. Again, Warrior's been counted out twice now.
Warriors slowly crawling I mean, back to the right. This ring. is three times now, if three that we've seen, where I, I love how I'm arguing about something that happened 30 years ago. But like, I mean, three year, three times now, he four times he's we've seen him stop the count. That's a disqualification. He's messing with the referee. He's destroying the referee's chances of of doing a good match here. This is wrong. This is supposed to be over. What a dick. And I'm talking about Earl, not not Bob Remus, the man who stole Valor. I'm talking about Earl. Actually, these th- all three of these guys fucking suck, in my opinion. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah, because Earl... Earl sucks. The Warrior sucks. Slaughter sucks. Earl's, selling, Earl's probably going to be selling bootleg Royal Rumble t-shirts from his van after this the only The only two people in this entire match that don't suck are Savage and Sherry. And they're the ones that are supposed to suck the worst. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's the big ball. You piggy. And Slaughter, he's doing the Taidomi <laughs> belt pose. You pig. Oh, no. End of that hooked boot. Oh. I do like how no, like I love how in matches like none of the baby faces ever come down to help out the other baby faces. Like you'll get heels that'll run down and interfere, but you won't get baby faces. <laughs> like where was Hogan? Hogan should have come down and been like, "Not, not gonna happen on my watch, brother." You know, nope. Nobody cares about nobody cares about this. Warriors on his own. Everyone hates the warrior. Including Savage, including Duggan, including Hogan, including the Tornado. Nobody gives a shit about the Warrior. Who's behind you? God, now we're in a <laughs> selling it uh, like that. Now we're in a bear hug spot. <laughs> oh, that didn't work for him, brother. Yeah, you know, he's never helping or putting anyone nope. over. He doesn't have to. LOL. Nope. <laughs> but he's from Parts Unknown. We do we know if Parts Unknown's in USA? Maybe Parts Unknown is one of those micro nations. Yeah. It's in the northeast corner of Arizona. That's what she said. (laughs) 
didn't work for him further. <laughs> you better believe it, brother. Oh, my back! It was like, it's go time! Oh, my back! What in the hell? What do you have? What? You think you're better than me, don't you? He's Mandelbaum! He's man man I didn't know the warrior was a Mandelbaum. <laughs> do we? <laughs> Oh, okay. He's the world. He's the world's greatest warrior. Yeah, he's the ultimate warrior. Is he gonna? Is he gonna humble him? Earl, pay attention, you dumbass! His feet are under the fucking. Earl is doing a terrible. This is the worst officiating I've ever seen. No wonder they made calls for instant replay after this mm -hmm. match. And they have to get Paul McGuire and George Steinbrenner yep. to argue. Oh, finally. <laughs> what are you talking about? Obviously, slaughter didn't see where he was. Yeah. Oh, the warrior's shaking the ropes now. He's getting. A, he's starting to warrior up. Shake them ropes. Mm -hmm. oh, can we get Savage back in this match already? Seriously. Oh, you know, I didn't realize that Sherry did a costume change during the Rumble. I didn't realize that. Now that I think it, now that I see her down, yeah, she did a costume change. <laughs> oh uh -oh. no! Yep. Uh -oh. Now, now the warrior is going to assault a woman, gorilla. He's going to physically abuse a woman here. How is this allowed, gorilla? This isn't right. That's not a role model right there. Well, good thing Savage was there to catch her because Warrior didn't care where he put her. Oh, what a hard knee. <laughs> oh, here we go. He's just how I've seen this match a lot. Oh, here we go. Oh! 
Ah! Oh! oh my eyes! Aaron Judge just hitting a home run there. Well, don't forget, Savage was a professional baseball player. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and Vince was so happy that this friggin' experiment was over. <laughs> They're not going to allow this. You just saw the end of the match, you asses. Yep. Do you honestly think Earl has seen it after the job he's done, Roddy? No, Earl hasn't this. seen a goddamn thing. <laughs> what happened? And they, <laughs> the crowd, the crowd immediately starts chanting for Hogan. Yeah, because they already know what's going to happen. I just love it. They, they can... immediately, no, one ch- no one's chanting warrior. No one's chanting bullshit. It's just immediately they cut to Hogan. Hogan. I love it. Slaughter Slaughter looks like Donald Trump did on the night of the 2016 election. He's like, wait, what? Wait, I won? What? So you think after he lost the belt at WrestleMania 7, Sergeant Slaughter told people to storm Jack Tunney's Oh, office. he didn't. He wasn't the... He, I'm still the champion. <laughs> It took three of you. He's like, I can't believe I won this. This friggin' fuchsia belt. <laughs> now that would have been a novel idea. Yeah. Give half the belt to the Macho King. But that would mean, like, he, if he surrendered half the belt, we've already established you can't and do that's that. That's right. Oh. Allegedly. 93,000. Nope. Nope. Lies. All lies. Please get these tickets. We're begging you. It's January. We've only sold like 8,000 tickets. Although this year they're going to be finally in L.A. So far. That's going to be electric because SoFi Stadium was watching the uh, Rams game on Christmas Day. And, of course, the Super Bowl. That's a great arena. Oh, sure. (laughs) 
bird, bird, bird. Do the bird, 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 bird. Do the bird, bird, bird. The kid in the green jacket's doing the bird. You know, I just, I just real. I are you wearing a 1986 New York Mets shirt just because I'm a Boston person? Uh, no, I just. Is it just a coincidence that you have a? Just a. You're wearing it while I'm a Boston Red Sox fan. Mm. <laughs> you're lucky. Well, some. I didn't know somebody in the crowd was wearing a uh, Mets Danny Dykstra right. jersey. So. Oh, does Gene? Uh, does Gorilla make fun of the music here because he hates this music? <laughs> yeah, he did. There it is. Moonty. I wonder what the reaction was from the armed forces when they found out Warrior lost the belt. I mean, I would have to imagine they were pissed because, I mean, you know, that's that's got to be kind of a it's got to be a slap in the face to anybody that was like, are you serious? Like they really like they really booked this guy to fucking win this championship. Like well, we're in the middle of a war. Oh, Coco beware. Bird, bird, bird. Bird, bird, bird. So, Jacques, he's only just now been the Mountie. Yeah. Oh, boy. Gomer. Quarterum and add no quarterum. They're gonna draw and quarter the guy. Pow right in the kisser. Pow right in the kisser. Right kiss. <laughs> what did Jock become a mounty? Like in a cavey wise, what made him decide to become a mounty? Because he wanted to be the real R and order in the World Wrestling World Wrestling Federation. I'm the Mountie. So they leave. All right. So the Rujos leave the WWF in March of 90. Right. And they're gone for like the rest of 1990. He comes back on January 7th as his first match back as the Mountie. And he's on TV for a while. He's on TV twice. And then this is basically his first real match. So that's kind of interesting that he was gone for almost a year. And then he comes back as the Mountie. Yes. And then when he comes back with the Quebecers with Pete Oh, he's Air. basically the Mountie for the rest of his life. Oh, yeah. Because he's wearing this. Well, I mean, he's the Quebecers, but he's still wearing the Mountie outfit. 
But just remember, they're not the Mounties. They're not the Mounties. But they're still handsome, brave, and strong. Because unlike the Mounties, they always get their man. You really hate the Rougeaus? Why? I thought the Rougeaus were like a great family in Canada. Film Stuff Inc. is saying, as a Canadian, I thoroughly hate the Rougeaus. Well, maybe it's because they're French-Canadian. Oh, is that what it is? That might be what Are it is. Are you not from Quebecois? Yeah, French Canada is like a whole never yeah, place. No, yeah, I know uh, that much. I mean, they're always trying to secede from Canada, Quebec. So, you know... <laughs> I can understand that much. <laughs> oh, he did. I didn't hear the. I ain't never seen no. Mountie. I ain't never seen no Mountie. So he's seen a lot. No, ain't never no, ain't never seen no. That would be a, that's a triple negative. So that means he's never seen a Mountie. So that's right. All right. Hot Rod speaking proper English there. My town was actually in the Sheik's territory back in the day. Ah. So there isn't much reverence for them around ah, here. Ah, okay. I see. Bum, 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 bum. You can, I actually heard Frankie going like, oh. <laughs> Jimmy Hart is getting an argument with a parrot. Jimmy's yelling at the parrot. You think Frankie's giving Coco any advice? I mean, it's kind of cool that the bird stayed there the entire time. Doesn't look like it's attached to the pole or anything like that. I was very sad when I heard Frankie passed away. Yeah. Bird, 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 do the bird, 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 bird. bird. (laughs) I always loved when Coco teamed with Owen and they had their high energy parachute. Oh, yeah, those pants were fantastic. I remember there was like a tweet about early 90s fashion Mm -hmm. and the one random pick they used was Owen and Coco. The the best part about that was it looked like Coco had like the fattest ass, even though he didn't. But the pants just made him look like he had a fat ass. Oh no, sunset flip. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? Looked like he was grabbing him with a dick. It was like, what is he doing there? Maybe you learned because remember one of the bushwhackers grabbed one of the Rougeos by the <laughs> balls at WrestleMania. Good five. lord. Yeah, what is that? Birdman's in trouble, baby! Ha <laughs> <laughs> We don't want the bird to die. Wouldn't it be funny if Frankie just decided, as Jimmy was insulting, to, like, piss on him? 
Yeah, they never had, they never had a problem with uh, Matilda or Winston or anything like that. So. Yo, know, one day we should like do a stream round for the kennel from hell. No, <laughs> actually, yes, I'm on board. I'm on board for anything. I'll watch anything. I I love trying to rewatch like old shit that's terrible and trying to like you know bring it back from the dead, resurrect it. I'm gonna be quite honest. I've never listened to the match with the original commentary for that. <laughs> I've always listened to the. Uh, commentary with Mick and uh, Kevin oh, Kelly yeah. from the Mick Foley DVD. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh, you scum. Oh, please. <laughs> A fish. A fish. Coco getting a little bit of offense here. Go for it, baby. Go for it. Walk tall. Walk tall. Jesus. Oh. Well, Coco getting a lot of offense in this match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when he does that. That throat version of the boss man slam. <laughs> it's shitty ass. Great value boss mm-hmm. man slam. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, a little carotid artery. The Mountie Way. Mm-mm-mm-mm. A more heinous mm-hmm. act. John Moody has not seen a more heinous nope. act. Uh-oh. Oh, no. (laughs) 
<laughs> Piper, Jesus, we almost got a ball shot there. <laughs> okay, have fun film stuff. Take it easy, man. Have a good one. Thanks for coming by. I like the little lamp that's over the phone there in the background. <laughs> Who's going to call them during the match? Oh, we're getting a phone call here from Gorilla Monsoon. What is like uh, gonna President Bush going to call in? We got a call from <laughs> President Bush here. He's disgusted by the actions of uh, Sergeant Slaughter. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, the referee didn't no, the see referee it. Didn't see a Earl damn was, thing. Earl was, did a crap job the whole match. Oh, this is disgusting. Hmm. Look at how happy Adnan is. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's confessing to war crimes. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Good. <laughs> Look at how pissed they are. And he knocked his headset. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yep. Yep. Mm hmm. Oh, good.
Oh, that's nice. Mm. Get rid of those guys. Okay. <laughs> Were they all in Saudi Arabia? <laughs> well, yeah, because I think... Well, no, because weren't they all waiting in Saudi Oh, yeah, that's right, because they weren't in Iraq. That's right. They weren't in Iraq. <laughs> it just showed off his yellow ribbon. Ah, and we, I love it. It's like we have this this heartfelt message about the troops, and then we cut to Jake Roberts. Oh god! I hear that they're over in a over in Saudi Arabia. You know that's kind of near the poppy fields in the Middle East. You guys think you can bring in a poppy over from me? I could really use some classic heroin. Oh, shit. You are right, man. I don't want to. <laughs> Work on the Undertaker. <laughs> heel versus heel. <laughs> it's going to take him 15 minutes to get it going. Yep. Oh, there we go. MC Hammer? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm. My mom always told me laugh is like a roller coaster. <laughs> 
Well, actually, two years ago, we had something that happened that never happened before, and that was a tag team draw number one and two. So, yeah. This is so weird seeing Brother Love in a promo with Taker. Seriously. Hey, everybody. Welcome to my TED Talk. <laughs> ah. Mm-hmm. All right, Hacksaw. He just punched his two by four. Yeah. Good old Hacksaw. Oh, look at that. Hawkeye Hacksaw. Oh. That guy is in perfect physical conditioning right there. <laughs> perfect specimen. I thought uh, Paul Diamond was Jack Jesus. Jesus Christ. Ah, there he is. The British Bulldog's going to win, whether he wants to or not. This isn't Royal Albert Hall there, Davey Boy. He's not wrong. Oh. <laughs> Uncle Fred. Uncle Fred, baby. Yeah. Could you imagine how different the world would have been if they had gone through with their original plan and he was Sheik Tugboat? Cheeky Tugboat? <laughs> Look at his arms. They'll believe it when he turns on the Hulk. It's the dumbest thing. Idea ever. I want to live in the alternate universe where they drew a hundred thousand to the LA Coliseum for Hulk and Sheik tugboat. No. <laughs> However, I bet you, I bet you that I had one time pitched that they should have had earthquake beat the warrior for the title at the rumble. And you could have still had the same thing happen with Savage, but you have earthquake and the main event is earthquake and Hogan. And I bet you that would have sold out the Coliseum. Oh yeah. Cause I don't think Hogan and earthquake ever finished properly their business. No, they never blew it off in the way that it should have been. And I think it would have been great. You would have had, you know, a quick little three month run. You could have tied back the earthquake feud to the very beginning when he first came in because the first person he interacts with is the warrior. It would have been great. And they could have stayed out of the whole friggin' Iraq war thing, which is what they should have done in the first place. Wow. That's a lot of cash. Holy shit. <laughs> He's got like grand in his hand right there. Oh, how they look at Virgil, and he's like trying to hold it in, like.
Ooh, that punk kid. Money, 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 money. It's all about the money. Ooh, daddy. Here we go. Ooh, ooh, daddy. It's about time. And this is a Dusty Swan song here. Ooh, baby, you know it is. I'm about to go back to WCW, and I'm going to run the show, baby. Yeah, a month from now, he's going to make the greatest, one of the greatest calls of all time when Sid has that horrific powerbomb on Brian Pillman. Oh, Jesus. Don't worry, baby. I made enough money for the last three years in this company. I don't have to work no more, daddy. Whoo. The bodyguard Virgil. Money, money, money. Hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> so this would have been like what uh would have been like in November when they did the uh thing with Dustin and if you could last like ten minutes with DiBiase, um, was it November or was yeah maybe November or December? Yeah, yeah, would have. I think it was before Survivor Series. Yeah, and of course, this whole feud, if you remember, began when Ted DiBiase bought Sapphire. Right. Well, the other, and- it, it's funny too because, um. I I was watching something I was watching the other day when like the tornado loses the IC belt to perfect and it's because of Ted DiBiase. And I was thinking, I went, wait a minute, Ted DiBiase is still mixing it up with, with Dusty at that point. And I go, he just Ted DiBiase just liked to fuck with everybody. <laughs> like he didn't give a shit what was going on. It's like how he fucked with uh the boss man at WrestleMania, even though he was still mixing it up with, with Jake. And it wasn't. Oh yeah, it's not like it led to him versus friggin' boss man. Boss it's just man. it was. No, no, did he just stay underneath yeah, the this ring? Guy just fuck around. He fucked around with everybody. DiBiase didn't. Give I think a he shit. Was, I think he was still pissed. Boss man didn't give him the belt. He was, but that's what I think. But I, what I think is funny is like it's like okay, so he interferes in the intercontinental match to cost the the tornado the championship to the perfect. But it's not like he then goes and has like this massive program with with the tornado. He really didn't do shit. 
with the tornado. So it's like, well, no. what the hell were you doing then? How many times had Virgil wrestled before this in WWF? Oh, God. Uh, maybe four or five times. I don't think he really wrestled all that much. No. Because, I mean, he was always his bodyguard. I mean, there was a couple of times, like, I think he fight Savage one time when Savage was the champ. Um, I don't, he didn't really have a lot of matches, though. Like, enough that I would say he would have been really considered an in-ring talent. Like, I'll show you how it's done, Virgil. Not you, Dusty. Yeah. I gotta say, Dustin, when he goes to WCW with Dusty, mm -hmm. he has a great four-year run oh, there. Oh, yeah. Because he has the, uh, what was it, near the end of the year, he has the tag team with Wyndham, mm -hmm. and then they have the uh, the tag match where Wyndham's injured against Zabisco yep. and Arn, yep. and then Ricky Steamboat comes yep. back. No, Dustin, Dustin's, I love Dustin Rhodes. I think Dustin Rhodes is great. Yeah. Um. It's a shame that it's a shame that he was kind of forced to play like Dusty Rhodes Jr. the entire time he was Dustin. Uh, because I think that he would have been, you know, like I don't feel like they I don't feel like they forced Cody to play Dustin Rhodes Jr., you know, or Dusty Rhodes Jr. I feel like they let Cody be Cody. And I think that Dustin, had he been just Dustin, I mean, like, look at when he was gold dust, he was awesome. You know? Yeah. I think once he became Gold Dust in WWF, that's when that's he, when he found himself. But that's when he found himself. But it's not like and it and it sucks because after that, every version of Dustin after that is just Gold Dust. It's just a version of Gold Dust. But because I mean, when he comes back and he's you know when he's when he goes into like even now when he well when he was in TNA and then when he went back to WCW and oh Black Rain yeah. and then when he comes back and and then when he is in AEW, it's like he's just basically, he's still just basically Goldust, but still, 
It's a character. Wouldn't be surprised to see Cody back at the Rumble. Um, I think so. I think he's... Although, I just read today that um, AJ Styles has, like, a broken ankle. So yeah. He's going to miss the Rumble, which kind of sucks. That sucks. It sucks because I think I think AJ Styles would have been a good backup plan for... Uh, to like win the rumble and and face, I know they're not going to. It's not. It would never be AJ, yeah. but I think that actually would have been a good backup plan. If if it's not going to be Cody Rhodes, I just hope it's not. I hope it's not The Rock. I really don't. I, I this is the only way I would have like not a problem if they split the championship. I'd have an. I'd have no problem if I read. I forget if I. I forget where I saw it. It might have actually been on like one of the group chats or whatever. Where if. If Rock comes out and kind of screws Roman out of the championships is the first night, and then it that would make and sense. Then it's like the main event the next night is so you know have like maybe have a match booked where the first night he fights so and so for the championship, and I mean I guess you could have it booked the second night as him versus the Rock. I guess yeah, he could lose the title the first and night then have and then just, challenge, him. and then have it just be a a battle for the table or whatever the hell they want to call it the next night. But you don't need the Rock in a friggin' championship match. Like, I, I mean, as much as I understand that Roman Reigns is kind of like the face of the company, he cannot walk out of WrestleMania as the champion this year. It, it's just like a, oh, enough no. is enough. It's it's too long, it's, and it's time. It's way too long. Because I mean, he walked out of it two years ago. He was the friggin' champ, right? Yeah, he's been champion since the Thunderdome. Yeah. I know we're like two months beforehand, but uh, when Ted is paired up with Sherry like two months oh, after yeah. this, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect transition for Sherry from to go from Savage to DiBiase like at the same show. <laughs> Which is great because it's Ted never needed a manager because he could always cut a promo on his own. But it was just always good seeing Ted with somebody with him. Just because he's such a douchebag that like he's the kind of guy that he needs an like an assistant of some kind or whatever. <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> Ted's Ted's fighting back at Virgil for all those times he took him to Olive. Tough Lord. love, tough love right here. Uh oh. Uh oh. Come on, big dust. (laughs) 
Yeah, obviously, right? No S, Gorilla. <laughs> Piper. Piper. <laughs> He's a baby. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Did I waste the dinner? Oh, yeah, because... Roddy was talking to Virgil take, about why... Did he take him to Olive Garden? Is that the joke? <laughs> that Piper took him to Olive Garden? I wasted a dinner on all, all these un, unlimited breadsticks. You stupid asshole. <laughs> Never ending pasta on my ass. Don't do it, Verge. Oh. Oh no. Oh, like I've said a million times, everybody, pile the price. <laughs> yeah, listen to the pop. Are you kidding me? That right there, that the number three face in the company, right there. That is a nuclear pop. Absolutely. And fucking Piper, look at Piper go nuts. I take it all back. I'll be going to Olive Garden on my own yep. now. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, there it is. is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. All of the all of the armed forces. Mm-hmm. Well, now Mean Gene's got something in his ear. What? Uh, uh. Sudan. Only temporary. Sudan Hussein. Thank you, Hulk Hogan. Sudan Hussein's. He Sudan Hussein. That I love it. It's like he doesn't even say it freaking right. He says Sudan Hussein's. What a all right. It's it's time for the rumble. There it is. Drawing number one. <laughs> and by the way, I think this is the second time Brett is drawn number one because he was number one in '88. You know what? I gotta. I'll be right back. I'll be okay. right back. All right. So while Keith's away, I'll try to narrate everything right here. Brett just hands off his uh, sunglasses to a little youngster right here. So, Howard, we're going to hear number two from him real quick. Oh, it's Dino Bravo. Oh, this is going to be something right here. And Jimmy's got his earthquake jacket on for this. Oh, man. Look at that dye job on Dino's hair. Jeez. All right, we're starting Brett and Dino with a lockup. Oh, there's Shane. His, his young Shane on the outside. Trying to make sure everyone 
trying to do the same job he did Survivor Series two months ago when someone gets eliminated. You got go the back guy, go the back, go the back, go the back. Where's Johnny C to do the the uh, the shade impression? And Jay's trying to tell Jimmy, just no, stay far away. Oh yeah, stay far away from Dino. Oh yeah. Yeah, numbers in the original Rumbles. At this point, DiBiase is the longevity record. 45 minutes from the year before. Stomp right into the stomach. Hi, sorry. All right. He's back. Yep, sorry. Uh, you missed Dino Bravo's. I, I am okay with that. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but by the way, Shane's on the outside. D- Dino Bravo hasn't been the same since Frenchie Martin left. No. Oh, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. <clears throat> oh. Oh boy. There's a ring full of Jimmy Hart people. Bravo's like, the F did you just do? What what's he looking at him for? They had already did they already split up? Well, that's right. The the new dream team exploded. Valentine had already turned on him, hadn't he? I think so. Yeah, this is already over. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Stay down. That was that was Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon threatening Jimmy Hart. Shane Shane's on uh, winter break from Boston University right now. <laughs> At this point. Oh, yeah, I'm on my winter break. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Shane McMahon. I'm writing it down. There he is. I love how Brett's probably just in the corner. He's like, why? KP-wise, he's probably just enjoying Jimmy getting the crap beat out of him. I mean, Jimmy, I love when Jimmy stopped wearing the jackets for his guys and just stuck with one. Like, I'm always looking for Jimmy in, like, 92 when he stops wearing everything else and just is wearing just Money, Inc. <laughs> this one, he's only wearing the earth, the earthquake. The earthquake. The earthquake. Remember at WrestleMania 9 where he had the shirt, the jacket inside yes. out as, as a referee? So bad. Oh no! Oh no! It's Paul Roma. I missed it. Did they announce Bret Hart as one half of the tag team champions, or no? I I don't think they did. That's disgusting. The guy was a friggin' champion. 
He should have come down with the championship. He should have been using it as a weapon in the ring. Anything goes. There's no rules in this. That's why I like like the 2001 Rumble when everybody's just coming down with weapons. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Romeo. Is that supposed to be an insult when Roddy calls him Romeo? Uh, probably not, because I think he was trying. I think, I think Paul Roma was trying to make that a thing. Of course, it probably didn't ever become a thing, but you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> mm hmm. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, eh. tornado. Mm-hmm. And how? N- no. So we got three legends and Paul Paul Roma in the ring right now. Oh boy. Everyone ganging up on Roma. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Right, here we go. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Mm. It sucks that these early rumbles they don't have the uh, entrance fees. Yeah. Because I'd be, everyone would be going. I'd be going nuts if the model scene was. Playing. Yeah.
That's so funny. Did Brett and Mortel ever have any singles matches? Um, yes, actually, I think I think Martel was. Uh, let me go to. I'm going to look this up because I want to think. I want to say that Martel might have been like Brett's, um, like first real like like on the European tour when he won the first title. He won his first world title. I could be wrong, okay. but I want to say it was like like Martel was the one that he fought mostly. Um, well, there's all those, I mean, singles matches you're looking, I mean, they had, I think a couple with where, uh, maybe like they fought each other. Yeah. Like actually, yeah. So, and on December 30th of 1987, uh, Martel fights Hart at a house show. Tag, 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 tag. And then I want to say, oh yeah, hold oh, on God. a second. We missed Savage Simpo's entrance. Well, he certainly has both feet in this competition. Yeah. Oh, hey now! Unlike the tornado, <laughs> yeah. So actually, Brett fought the Mar- Brett fought the Martel. Brett fought Martel a few times when he was the Intercontinental Champ, and then yeah, like his first. His first like real title defense run was against uh, Rick Martel, so that was kind of cool. Like all in like October, November, which is kind of sweet to think about that. Like Martel was getting title shots. <laughs> oh yeah. This is just so freaking weird seeing Tony Atlas with no, everybody. Tony, Tony, that's Tony Atlas. That's Tony Atlas. That ain't no Saba Simba. Simba. Do you think at one point Tony Atlas took one of Tornado's boots home? The one that, like, the fake boot home? <laughs> <laughs> and kept it as a souvenir? <laughs> We can only hope. Tornado, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this, okay? Is that okay? Good. Five, four, three, two, one. Mm. Oh, they have the buzzer yet. Mm. Oh, it's Butch. <laughs> Look at how nuts this crowd is for Butch. Butch. <laughs> Freaking Butch. Oh. (laughs) 
So long, Sava Simba. <laughs> so long, Sava Simba. Yeah, butchered Greg Valentine doing double teaming mm. here on Paul Bro. Terrible. Sababa Simba. <laughs> Sabubu Simba. <laughs> Saba Simba. I can't freaking get over it. That's like the worst. That's the stupidest thing they came up with. So one of my one of the one of my favorite things I've done in podcasting is uh th- now this is going back like almost two years ago when i started with pete doing uh gfa live and um we were talking about i don't even know what the hell we were talking about but we started talking about uh the we are the world song and how i started doing the introduction of the people on we are the world in the vo- vince mcmahon voice for like the rumble entrances and but what I was also doing is I was sprinkling in like WWE superstars. So I was going like I was doing like Lionel Richie, Stevie Wonder, Paul Simon, Bushwhacker Luke, Kenny Rogers, Tina Turner, Saba Simba. <laughs> and I think Pete almost lo- Pete almost had a heart attack. <laughs> Seriously, he was laughing so hard because it was so I said Okay, I, I need to bring this back at some point. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, this is the rumble where Martel is in it for like a, a long, long time. Long yeah, like time. he's in it for a shit ton of time. <laughs> a shit ton. That's a and supposed supposedly according to Meltzer, it was like some sort of punishment. I'm yeah. like. What? To have a record that like stood the test of time. I mean, 52 minutes. He's in for 52-17. And he, I think, I don't even know who broke it. The, well, did Flair break it? Flair had to break it. Flair would have yeah, broken Flair it. Flair had to break it the following year. Yeah. I think, do, does Mysterio have the record now? From 06? Oh, um, um, let me look. Because I know the guy who we're not supposed to acknowledge, but I think broke it in over. Oh, Daniel. Well, Daniel Bryan has it for the, if you count the greatest Royal Rumble. But, oh, I don't know if anybody, nobody really counts that, right? I don't count the greatest yeah. Royal Rumble for reasons. Yeah, but, yeah, so Mysterio still has it with an hour and two minutes. Yeah, because he, he, he broke Lord Voldemort's uh, run. It's his two-year yeah, run. That we're not allowed to talk about. I actually watched the Benoit match for the first time in full like two days ago when I did the Starcade 95 stream with Chico. Oh, yeah. And I was like, God, it's like, it's so weird to to watch a Benoit match it's, for like the first time in yeah, ages. Yeah, it's really, it's really hard for me to watch anything with Benoit because not only, not only is it because 
you're trying to separate the talent of the man from what he did in that weekend. But it's also because he always kind of was booked as this like temperamental, like, you know, <laughs> kind of crazy guy anyway. So it's, you know, it's, it's just really hard to, to get over that, that he was, you know, that he really was a crazy person <laughs> at the end, at least least yeah. goddamn CTE. <laughs> well, Jesus, Rick Rick Mattel's like uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. He's like fourteenth on the list if you don't count the greatest Royal Rumble. So and that was like huge that he did that. But that's like I don't know if you set like some kind of record in nineteen eighty eight and now it means nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was it was broken the following year because Flair wins the Rumble and he had an hour. But, I mean, to think that it's almost like a given now that somebody is in there for an hour, you know? I mean, even even Vince McMahon in 99 had a longer run, had the longer run than him. <laughs> and that is, that has to have an asterisk. They were out of the ring for like the, yeah, the whole friggin' that. match. Did they? Did they? Were they even in it together when the third person comes down, or was the third? Did the third person come down to like an empty ring? Uh, what did the third person do for that? Two I, I I swear I don't think Vince and Vince and Steve Austin were in it. I think they were already out of it, and they were already like walking around the arena. The '99 Rumble. What a fucking shit show. That is. T- just awful. what a shit show <laughs> freaking uh, freaking Russo, yeah, Russo book in the rumble there it is folks <laughs> it's chico chico's in there now chico letting it up with his former strike force partner it's always good to see Jake and Texas Tornado mixing it up. That's a good uh, combination. There. Yeah. You got friggin' Butch is still going strong. Butch is doing a yeah. good job. I, I can't believe he's still I believe in Butch this. was the ring general for this match. <laughs> Tito, Tito going. Tito against Greg. Hey, if you ever need a if you ever need a match or a feud for the night, just put Tito in the match with Greg. <laughs> yeah. They're always good for each other. Five, four, two, one. Mm. Oh. Taker. How many former or future world champions are in the ring right now? We got one, two, three, four. Because you... Yeah, because we're, count, we're count, counting Martell. As I'm, oh, I'm counting Martell. I'm counting Tornado. Carrie. Um, you got Undertaker. Oh, you got Undertaker. You got Brett. Well, you had Undertaker. You had Brett. You had Undertaker, Brett. You had Martell and Tornado. You had four. Um, Tito never won a world it. title. 
Valentine never won a world title. Jake never won a world title. I'm sure Taker and Tornado had to have some matches in world class. Oh, they had some matches in WWF too. I think like I think I think Tornado Tornado was like one of the last I think one of the last guys he fights is the Undertaker, I think. He kind of has like a run with him. It's uh, that's why I love I love going back and watching the old shit now, knowing as much as I know now, and then you get to see like all the stuff that's like that gets mixed together. And uh, I know, like, Pete Pete always says how he loves watching the Rumbles or Battle Royals and seeing guys that feuded in other federations and other, and other companies, like, mixing it up. Like, oh, you're bringing back, like, you know, if you see, like, if you saw, like, Perfect and Martel, you go, oh, look at they're rekindling their AWA feud. <laughs> well, the next year, Carrie and Flair rekindled their yeah, world-class Exactly, feud. exactly. Uh, here he is! <laughs> Speaking of killing people. (laughs) Speaking of murderers, here he comes. Oh, Butch is out. He got rid of the Butchwhacker. Unbelievable. How dare they. Wonder who's keeping track of the analytics of this match as to how long people are in there. Always. Oh, Shane getting at it with Bruce. Yeah. I mean, this is still early Taker. It's like yeah. they're trying to like establish that this guy is like yeah, yeah, yeah. Not he's not human at all. No. Like when you really think about it, the character of the Undertaker, like over the years, is like really like one of the best like over time story driven characters oh, they yeah. ever created. Oh, absolutely. And I think Bulldog would have just come back. Uh, yes, I think you're right. I think you are correct, sir. You are correct, sir. Of course, he'll have that WrestleMania match over the, uh, was it the full Nelson with the Warlord? Yep. yep. You got to get the fingers locked. He does. He doesn't have those fingers locked, Jess.
<laughs> fat piece of garbage, huh? Fat piece of garbage. What a fat like piece a of garbage you are. What a fat piece of garbage. <laughs> what a fat piece of shit he is. <laughs> I just want to hear. I just want to hear Gorilla just call somebody a fat piece of shit. Well, someone's keeping track of this. Oh, stats, yeah, obviously. you gotta, yeah. You know, the NFL has next gen stats. I bet they, sh- they need to have like next gen stats for the Rumble. Yes. Like, stat, like a stat cast for the Royal Rumble match. <laughs> like the, uh, the exit velocity on the yeah. elimination over the top rope. Well, we're going to have one soon with a uh, earthquake throwing over uh <laughs> tossing friggin' Luke over. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, this is the rumble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgot about. So you got to I think it's earthquake. Earthquake throws them, I think. So. Yes. This is good. So we got to wait for that. All right, spot. Here comes Smashes. Smash. Smashes the demolisher. This is when Smash was making all those funny faces doing all the pro. Oh yeah. Yeah, he is working right now, the model. Holy shit. I'm actually really excited for the Rumble now. Like I I've been disappointed the last few years, and I'm actually really excited this year because I just, I'm, I don't know. I always love the Rumble. It's like the one pay-per-view I really, really love, you know? Yeah, I hear you. It's like when we get to January, you know, WrestleMania is coming around the corner, so. Yeah. Oh, oh no. That's despicable. It's shaded like you're like, no, Jake, go back. Shane and Mikey, look at Superfly. <laughs> Snooker. Where the fuck is Snooker? Get out of here, Snooker. You suck balls. I keep forgetting Fuji rejoined with demolition. Oh, yeah. Terrible demolition. Terrible demolition. Trying to think of, like, a sports example of that. Um, When they get a player back, it's like, no, not the same as the first time. Like, when the, like when the Cubs got back Jake Arrieta that second mm, time. Yeah. I was trying to think of like a I was trying to think of like a a Yankee reference like you know did did David Justice go back to the Yankees at one point? <laughs> he might he might have, I don't know. Roger Clemens is in George Steinbrenner's box. <laughs> oh my good goodness gracious. I we're when uh 
they played that for the first time on Mike and the Mad Dog. I remember. <laughs> I remember watching the the broadcast that, on Yes when they played it for that, the first that's time. That's what it is. It's Clemens going back to the Yankees. That's what it is in I 07. Heard, I and died. Like, they came and they got me out of Texas. <laughs> like, George snuck in the middle of the night with Steel Team 6 to get Roger out of Texas. <laughs> Oh my God, Roger Clemens is in George Steinbrenner's box. <laughs> and now, if this was like 2023, yeah. Steve Cohen would pay him like eighty million dollars for one oh, year. Of course, absolutely. And he would, and they, and you know what? He wouldn't be terrible. Probably, he'd still go out there and do something. Oh God, that's the that's the equivalent right there. Is <laughs> I'm sending that out on Twitter in the Twitterverse. I'm going to put that out. I'm going to say <laughs> Fuji going back with Demolition is the 2007 version of Clemens going back to the Yankees. <laughs> uh, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, and. To the Bret Hart's, to the Hulk Hogan's, to the Ric Flair's. They can all kiss my ass. Yeah. Yeah, this is the franchise, all right. (laughs) Franchise my ass. Franchise. Shane Douglas. I hate fucking Shane Douglas. You'll always be one half of the dynamic. Seriously, dude. like, I can, can anybody take Shane Douglas fucking serious? I, how can you? He sucks. What the hell did Shane even do in the, uh, WWF in late 90, early 91. No, nothing. I think he was, at best, he was a, just a, you know, he would, he was a, I don't even want to say he was a Tito. He was probably a, uh, like a Coco Beware. Like, he was a job of the stars. You know, he'd show up and he would win some matches on, you know, television. But I don't think he did a goddamn thing. There's probably a reason why they gave him the Dean gimmick when he came yeah. back. Well, he's fucking terrible. Remember his theme music was just like a freaking wasn't it like a chalkboard with nails? Yeah. I, I just love how he go, you know, he's in ECW. He's you know, trying to be whatever, and and then obviously that fucking goes, and he's like, Oh, now I gotta go do something else. And then he comes back in and he is Dean Douglas. Like, what an asshole. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Three, one, and Ah, there he is. Oh, oh, this is this was savage. This is savage. Yeah, this was savage. This was. Well, it's probably a good thing because he'd get confused by the rules anyway. Yeah, well, he always did. Because <laughs> the next year he, he freaking goes over the top and they let him back in. Anyway. He eliminates himself. What? <laughs> then he then he tries. Then he tries, he tries to pin Yokozuna. What an asshole. If that if this was like today, like if it was like a shoot, they'd be like 
bitching about it like on all the sports debate shows. Oh, they'll figure it out as it goes yeah, along. Yeah. I think there was like a year Bastion Booger was supposed to come out, and the excuse was he ate too much. <laughs> oh, boy. There's the hammer. Yeah. Eight, seven, six, five. Oh, animal. So, okay, we got a good mix of the talent here in the ring right now. We got both LOD. Mm -hmm. We got Tito. We got Smash. We got Taker. We got Greg, we have Bulldog, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Shane Douglas. Mm-hmm. Oh, is he going to double choke? No. Oh, he is. Uh, obviously. Oh! Oh, the Hawks out. Mm-hmm. Stupid Legion. That's I have never ever been a fan of LOD or the Road Warriors or any of that. In fact, I was always I was always pissed that Demolition got jobbed out to them. <laughs> oh, I was like, but you Demolition know was a much better tag team. But you know who's playable characters in WrestleFest? Not LOD. No, that's true. But see, my whole thing with the LOD was that I always felt like they had they were Andre the Gianted, where it was like. You, no one ever could beat them, so it was pointless for them to ever be the tag champs, and they always ended up as the tag champs. And I always felt like they had a very underwhelming run as champions, no matter what company they were in, because they were just such this dominating team. It's like at least Demolition looked like they could lose to tag teams that they fought, you know? I know it's a controversial opinion, but, you know. I don't think it's that controversial. Tito's still sporting the Strike Force boots. I, I like the fact that, that Tito and Rick, they know they're never going to get that WrestleMania no. match. So they might as well fight it here. Sure. Oh, Crush. One at a time, two at a time. He don't care, brother. He lives for competition. <laughs> crush. R.I.P. All right, let's do a live count. We got one, two, uh, three, four, five. All right, five of the guys in the ring are alive, so that's good. We got half of the guys in the ring are alive. Good. Because <laughs> I believe Shane Douglas is still alive. Tito's still alive. Rick Martel's still alive. Smash is still alive. 
Hammer. Hammer's still alive, and that's about it. <laughs> well, it's six if we count Shane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> six if we count Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon. The Hercules is no longer with us. Smash yeah. is no Crush is no longer with us. Davey Boy's no longer with us. Animal's no longer with us. <laughs> that's a shame. Oh my god, Rick Martell, are you kidding me? What the hell? Look at his abs. Jesus Christ, where's that for a centerfold? Good lord. He was working the eight minute. Oh my god. He was doing 16 minutes. He was working twice as hard. See? Modeling endurance. There you go, Roddy. Uh-oh. Countdown clock. Mm-hmm. And you know who's coming out. Guess who? Who? Guess. Oh! Yep, there he is, folks. Unfortunately, he still hasn't found Sapphire. Nope. He's still looking for her, though. I like to live in a world where, like, he didn't even notice that Sapphire came out at SummerSlam. So he's, like, still looking for her. <laughs> he's going across America yeah. long after the, she's dead trying to find on the her. Sapphire World Tour <laughs> we're on the fine Sapphire World Tour here we just showed up in Tucson, Arizona looking for her we should make it I should make a design Sapphire World yeah, Tour Sapphire World Tour sell it on T-Public yeah. And I have just Steve, have like a picture of her doing like the dance that she did with like at WrestleMania. <laughs> All right, so we're in, we're in the final we're in the final stages of the entrance here. So, so yeah, I think yeah, we're up to twenty. 20. We're up to twenty two now. Duggan was tw- oh, okay. Duggan was technically twenty one, even though Savage no showed. He was still twenty one. So, okay, that's yeah, we're good. getting there, which is good. You think anyone complained to like the ticket proof about they the false false advertising? Say this thirty men, I only got twenty dollars. Well, I always love how Flair said he beat thirty. Uh, he beat twenty nine other competitors, and I was like, no, he only beat twenty eight because DiBiase was yeah, already out. When you were making your way down, <laughs> I go. You only face twenty. You only face twenty-eight guys. Here we go. Oh, oh the earthquake! The big earthquake! Yep. Mm-hmm.
This man is only 27 years old. Just I was that's I just want to point at this point in time, he's only 27. I just want to point that out. I thought he was at least his like late 30s when he was wrestling. He's 27 years old. He is 11 years older than me, and I look younger than him. <laughs> oh, the earthquake. Mm-hmm. Please. All right, we're going to get another guy here. Mm-hmm. I wonder who it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mr. Perfect. Yep. I keep forgetting. Oh, yeah. They didn't establish the title main event no. until like 93. Yeah. The only reason that Hogan fight slaughter is because it's Hogan. That's all. Oh, I loved it. Oh, I loved how it didn't matter when perfect threw that towel and where Bobby was looking, he would still catch the towel. Like Bobby really was the per no pun intended, the perfect manager for Mr. Perfect. God, that was like, that was a match made in heaven, putting the two of them together. I just wish it was like the, I just wish it was the entire time. Perfect was in, was in the company. Oh yeah. Cause then, Later in the year, he gets coached. Yeah. Oh, the coach thing is terrible. But even at the beginning when he had he was with the genius, like I wish he was with Heenan the entire time in 89 and 90. No, oh, Chico. Chico getting some yep, shots. Chico's in. getting in there. Is everybody cheering when Perfect gets hit? I think everyone's cheering every time anybody hits Perfect. <laughs> That's so funny. Everybody's cheering when Perfect gets hit by everybody. It doesn't matter. No one likes him. He's such a dick. <laughs> So on like on on GFA Live, we've been going through like 1988, and we're watching like the uh, the Mr. Perfect vignettes, and I'm laughing about how like positive he is. Oh, there he is, the Hulkster, brother. the Hulkster man. This isn't gonna work for me, brother. <laughs> this place is going bananas. When it comes, oh, the 1989 Survivor Series Hulkamaniacs team is blowing up right now. That's not good. One of the best Survivor Series teams ever is blowing up. There he goes. There goes Smash. Oh, he's going up. 
go after the big earthquake. After the earthquake. Seriously, though, like, I mean, no wonder they went back to the well and went with Hogan as a champ. I mean, Jesus, the crowd pop is insane. <laughs> yeah, all the smorks would bitch about it. But you know what? Like, everyone, like, cared about They all them. fucking loved them. I, I know I certainly did it seven. I mean, if you, I well, to- yeah, I mean, if you were going to. You know, if you weren't going to go with Hogan, who the hell else are you going to go with? Boss Man? I mean, that would have been the next the next viable option, and I don't think they were going to elevate the Boss Man to beat Slaughter. But maybe, I don't know, nobody. I can't think of anybody. Get that runt yeah. out of there. I mean, you had guys like Jake, Bulldog, because Bulldog kind of had a lot of pop when he first came back, but like, that's kind of was really hard. You had you really only had like Hogan and that was it. Cuz obviously Warrior was a failure, so they weren't going to go back with Warrior. Well, at least they when they turned Savage back face, they Oh, uh... they yeah, they had that again, but Oh, there he is. My one true king. The only king of the WWF that matters. The only matters. one that I recognize. Thank you very much. Oh, I think the hammer got it out by Hulk. He's out. Forty-five minutes. Wow. So the model's still in. I just wanna I just wanna show you right here. That's a signed <laughs> autograph of the one true king. Oh, that's nice. That's to Keith the Keith and Pete. <laughs> to Keith he, he personalized it to you and Pete. Yep, to me and Peter at GFA Live. I was like, it was important that I had him sign it to that. Because we talk about the Haku, the King Haku all the time. We love him. Look at Shane Douglas still in there. Really? I can't believe he's in there like for a long I... time. And it... <laughs> And Hulk is done. Shane are double TV on a crush. But just remember from crush, he can take him on one at a time, two at a time. He don't care, brother. That's the closest Shane, Shane Douglas has ever been to Hulk Hogan in his life. And Hogan's like, who the hell are you, brother? Yeah, go away. I don't want you even near me. I don't want your stink rubbing off on me. All right, here we go. Four, three, two. Oh, Anvil. <laughs> oh, the best. Wow. Tito going up against Earthquake. That's unfortunate. <laughs> oh, Tito's yeah, out. Tito's gone. There he goes. 
Oh, it's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. oh, four more are still to come. Oh, yeah, including including two of the best entrances and exits in Rumble history. Oh, coming up. Wow, what? Haku hitting perfect. It's a Heenan family blowing up. What's that all about? I gotta say, I wish they had kept the managers. Yeah, like at the ring because. Yeah. That adds something. It does, yes. Oh, here it comes! Oh, here it is. Ready? <laughs> oh, look out! Uh-oh, look out! Uh-oh. This is the best. This is the best. I'm gonna, I gotta stop. Watch ready. When the time he enters the ring. He doesn't stop doing the dun-dun-dun-dun. <laughs> I added it 3.19 seconds. He just goes right back. He just goes like, all right, I got my payday. Bye, guys. And the best is there's a shirt honoring this at homage that says Bush Bushwhacker Loop keep marching. That's a great one. That's a great shirt. I love that. Sure. <laughs> Very impressed with Shane Douglas. <laughs> How many times have you ever heard Shane's name come out of Rowdy's mouth? Ever. I, I don't think it's ever been uttered after this match. <laughs> oh, knobs. Yep. Yeah, because remember, we mentioned Seggs was in the dark, dark yes. match against Bushwhacker. Bushwhacker Lou, keep marching. <laughs> That's a great shirt. I love that shirt. I might get that shirt.
They're trying to determine who it was that didn't. They come know out. who it is. <laughs> they know who it was. <laughs> Tugboat. Yes, toot toot. Toot toot is right. I crush is still in. I mean, when you look at the people that are still in there, you're like, well, I guess they were letting some of the some of the shit bags of the company still hang around. Yeah, as I said, supposedly Mortel yeah. stayed in the ring as punished. Well, you got Hercules still there. You got Shane Douglas is still in there. Crush. Oh, we got a little WrestleMania 7 preview mm-hmm. with Anvil and Nuts. Yeah. Herc's out. Yep. Well, he was in for a while. He hung around for a long time, actually. Okay. A warlord. Yep. Now, warlord had. Was it? It's eighty nine. He went in and out, right? Yeah. yeah, I think he had the shortest yeah up until, uh, time in the Rumble until Santino yeah, up until broke Santino. it. <laughs> Santino, I think it's scientifically impossible for that to be broken. It, it is. It's yeah, it can't be broken. At least it was a legitimate one second elimination, not yeah. like the illegitimate nine seconds where King Kong Bundy beat yeah. us. Oh, there goes Crush. Oh, Crush is gone. Crush is gone. Oh. (laughs) He's going to go back to Hawaii and have some pineapples at the beach. How do you feel, Crush? Some of you said, how do you feel, Crush? (laughs) I feel like shit, brother. One of my favorite things about Crush was when he turned heel on Savage in the WWF magazine. The explanation for why he turned was because he he has he has Japanese blood in his ancestry. He didn't come to visit me in the hospital while I was hurt. Okay. What a stupid ass. I mean, I didn't visit my buddy in the hospital when he had he had the stomach surgery. I didn't visit him, but you know, I didn't think that was enough for him to turn on me. But you know what? He has been kind of heelish to me afterwards. So there is a possibility that you do need to go visit your... So that's let that be a lesson to all you kids out there. Make sure you go visit your friends in the hospital because you never know when they're going to turn on you. <laughs> well, who's the last entrant? Tutu! <laughs> they're booing Tugboat. They're booing Uncle Fred. Because they probably all realize, oh, Savage is not going to be in this match. <laughs> Tugboat getting the Rey Mysterio treatment in 91. <laughs> well, at least Randy Savage was legitimately advertised for the match, unlike Daniel Bryan. This is true.
it would have been really it would have been really funny if tugboat wasn't the guy that came in so like number 30 was savage and then it's like why did tugboat not come in the rumble and then you find out that he's shiggy tugboat <laughs> oh yes and he becomes he becomes captain tugboat of the uh of the of the triangle of terror Captain Tugboat. Admiral Tugboat. Admiral Tugboat. So Admiral yeah, Tugboat. You gotta give him a high title. So you had General Adnan, Admiral Tugboat, First Lieutenant Justice, Colonel Mustafa, and Sergeant Slaughter. That would have been a hell of a a a a a star, a pentagram of terror. That would have been awesome stable. <laughs> My numbers left. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Gorilla. <laughs> Captain Obvious. Oh, Hulk and Tugboat. Yep. Oh, they they have no problem mixing it up. There's no love loss between Tugboat and Hogan. No. Uncle Fred. No, he didn't, didn't probably get yep. the elimination Uncle Fred there. don't give a fuck. And look at Hogan's like, fuck you, you big fucking asshole. You fat piece of fuck. shit. Fuck you, Uncle Fred. Fuck you, Uncle Fred. You want to do this? You you fuck it on me? I fuck on you. <laughs> what, what did Bobby just throw? Was it Perfect's towel? I think he threw. Yeah, he threw Perfect's towel. Oh, it's because Perfect got eliminated. Oh, yeah, all right, that's why. Yeah, someone yeah. caught it in the crowd. Yeah, that's funny. That guy has a that fan has something to take home. <laughs> That'll be another piece that'll be on most wanted treasure season two. <laughs> oh there goes the anvil all right so now we're down to the top six oh man oh no nope, there he goes warlord oh. i think War- yep no haku haku's, yep, haku's gone so now we're down to the five is it Is it Davy Boy? Is it Mar- is it Davy Boy or Martell? Because I know it's Brian Knobs, and Earthquake. I think it. I kind of think it's Martell that's one yeah. last. No, this has to be where he goes. Maybe <laughs> you numb. All bombs away coming up. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I remember. Oh! Oh, yeah. Probably getting Davey Boy ready for his uh, Royal Albert Hall win. Yep. 
Now there goes Davy Boy. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that the last three. I knew that the last three was because I always laughed that the final four had Brian Knobs in it. <laughs> like if this was today, Brian Knobs would have gotten a shot at the Universal Championship. <laughs> the WrestleMania main event: Roman Reigns against Brian yeah. Knobs. Oh. Yep. A earthquake. Well, <laughs> now it's like years later. Honky's not even the company. He still calls him the Colonel Gorilla. Uh oh. Uh oh. Here we go. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh yeah. That's it. That's it. It's over. But pinfalls don't count. No No selling. That no selling piece of garbage right there. (laughs) What a no selling piece of garbage. Look at that kid in the background in like the green shirt with the jacket. He's going nuts. He's going nuts. Look at him. He's going nuts for Hogan. Here he comes. Look at that kid go nuts. I love it. The kid's going nuts. This kid's going absolutely insane. Yeah. Oh, he's going to slam him. Oh. Nope, couldn't get him up. Well, that one fan in the front row's happy. Mm-hmm. Hello. Does he have it in him, though? Does he have one more Hulk up in him, Gorilla? <laughs> I just don't know. Pinfalls don't count. <laughs> See, if Savage hadn't like ran away from Warrior, he would have he would have known this, this and know that that's not true. <laughs> that adrenaline is flowing. I can't believe we got a double Hulk up in this match. <laughs> But it's got to work a second time. Oh, the earthquake doesn't know where he is. And now, 
Yes. That was a good slam by Hogan. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Back to back Royal Rumble winner. When it comes crashing down and you're racist inside. What is that? Oh, Hulk. Rules. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he made a promise. Oh, peace in the Middle East. <laughs> and then it says in the back, Heenan will serve hard time. <laughs> Put that sign up. <laughs> peace in the Middle East. What an asshole. <laughs> What's the other side he's gonna grab? <laughs> Saddam Slaughter will surrender. Saddam Hussein <laughs> and Sergeant Slaughter will both surrender to the American troops. Jesus. God bless us, everyone. God bless us, everyone. Uh, I just hope this, uh, you know, I hope this war lasts until WrestleMania because it's going to be really sad if this whole thing ends before. <laughs> what do you think, Pat? You think that uh, Saddam Hussein's got the legs to make this thing run till SummerSlam? Hogan have like ink all over him. What the hell happened? He's got like black ink all over him. <laughs> One of the signs rubbed off on him. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the ink ran on his chest. Oh, somebody brought an American flag with him to a wrestling event. I mean, I know there was like a patriotic time in America, but seriously. A real American. You know, technically, Sandra Slaughter was a real American hero, too. <laughs> oh. oh, that does it that for the does Royal it, Rumble. Yeah. Thank Lord. Oh, my. Oh, what geez. a show. <laughs> this was fantastic. Absolutely. I got a... Absolutely. I had a blast. Yeah. All right. So, Keith, what do you have to pull? Um, I, so, I'm. 
I'm always, you can always catch me on GFA Live. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Pete and I have been doing a journey right now in 1988. We're on our way marching ever towards Survivor Series 88, which is Pete's favorite pay-per-view of all time. So we'll be watching that and reviewing that. Um, <clears throat> you can also catch me on all over the uh, PTV you know, nation with the pop feed, the wrestling feed, and also the North-South Connection. Uh, check out my Twitter. It's Flounder824 for anything else. And then also you can catch uh, check me out on Facebook and stuff like that. But yeah. And also on Stream Lounge, I just changed my name to A View to a Thrill. So check, oh. yeah, so check me out on this. I'm going to be doing um, Rumble 89 and 90. And then also uh, we're going to be doing some other things as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm always on this as well on Stream Lounge. I love watching uh, Blockbuster Rewind and stuff like that. So, yeah. Okay. Well, it was a thing on TV every Wednesday on the Place to Be uh, Nation Pop Experience of course, new episodes Monday through Thursday on the um, regular Podbean feed for us. And I believe, and starting in 2023, Keith, you're gonna love this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna record a special limited event series for Place to Be Nation. It's going to be I'm gonna watch all seven episodes of All American Wrestling nice. featuring Joe Fowler. Nice. And you might be wondering, why would you watch all the episodes of All American Wrestling with Joe Bauer? And I'd say, why, why not? Because if you've listened to the Mothership podcast, they do. He is like a central like character sure. in that our podcast. So, all right. That's going to do it for us. And we'll see you. We'll got to do this again sometime. Absolutely. I had a lot of fun. I did too. Absolutely. Yeah. And have a very happy new year. Yes. You know? Be, be safe. Yes. And we'll catch you right here. Beaming the classics right here on the Place to Be Nation in your own street. Good day. Everybody. Good day.